Welcome to the Bronx Queens Bros Podcast, better known as the BQB Podcast. I'm Big V, looking uglier as ever wearing this Yankee hat. We got Big D and we got Jack B. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I kind of feel like I want to wear a Yankees hat. You guys are making it look so good, especially you, Big B. Like, is it a good morning, good afternoon, a good night? I don't know, but I know someone who's having a good time right now. Jack, how you doing? V, I love the style. You're looking great. Can't wait to talk some Yankees and Mets this episode. Maybe uh, I was I was a little bit rough on some of the over-unders, so maybe I can catch up there. We'll see what Dave has in store for later in the episode. We got some nice series to recap. We actually have our power rankings. Me and V are going to have a little d- bit of a debate. Our top 10 power rankings in the MLB. And some news around baseball that we'll get to shortly. But first, V, take it away. Well, we all know that this episode is sponsored by one of the best-kept secrets in northern New Jersey. Engineering Design Concepts, a small company doing big things. They specialize in product development, manufacturing, and test equipments. If you or anyone you know need assistance in that field, they are the company you need to contact. The link to their website will be in the description below. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a Mets fan, you got to be thrilled that you took two out of three from the Dodgers this past few days. Great series win. Monday night comes out, David Peterson versus Dustin May. Danny Burgers with a two-run shot. Big Danny Burgers just doing what he does best. You know what? Opposite field home run, too. Kind of took me by surprise. But I said last episode, I needed Vogel back. I needed McNeil to do better in the series, and both had a good series. So that was great. Um, Great series win. Mets ended up having a nice little... uh, Offensive onslaught there. Ended up winning the game 8-6. to six. Peterson didn't look that good, but the bullpen looked pretty good. So that was good to see. Um, Tuesday night, Kershaw was vintage Kershaw. He owns the Mets in his entire career. It was, uh, you know, uh, as a Mets fan, it's tough to say, but he looked awesome. Really good to see uh, Kershaw look like that. It's uh, Baseball's better when Kershaw is dominant, and he looked very, every bit of dominant. That night. And then uh, yesterday, we all saw, probably heard about the Max Scherzer start. Max Scherzer versus Noah Syndergaard. Super excited to watch that game. And then Max Scherzer gets taken out after uh, three innings, quote-unquote, cheating, sticky substances. We're going to get into that debate and talk that whole conversation a little bit. But the Mets actually end up pulling this game out. Nimmo had a five-for-five day. Hell of a start for Brandon Nimmo. The guy's batting like 350. Shit ton of walks. Stealing some bases. Playing borderline gold glove defense. He's looking like every bit of penny that the Mets spent on him. Which is great to see. Um, Canna had a big two-run double late in the game as well. That was nice to see. Marte didn't look too good in the series. Uh, he, he's, he has some neck soreness still from that previous series where he, he uh, had a bad slide into third. So I don't know how much he's going to be playing in the upcoming series. But all in all, I guess you can't complain too much. Uh, Beatty only got one hit, but he was hitting the ball pretty well, I like to say. Um, yeah, it was a good series win. Just, you know, we'll talk more about it in a little bit. Sure. So let's get into the Yanks real quick, V. Um, nothing really to add. Besides, I definitely want to get into that Scherzer debate in a bit. But, um, yeah, let's start with the Yanks a little bit. So the game you guys went to, I never really had a chance to talk to you guys. I'm sure maybe we'll we'll get into it a little bit. But my boy Clark Schmidt disappointed. I had a couple hot takes about him, and I don't know why I had those takes. I kind of was just feeling a little excited. I don't know. Hey, hey, Jack, you want to know what those takes were? Continue. Thanks for that, mate. <laughs> Otani took him deep uh, in the first, just a classic Otani swing. He just loves hitting at Yankee Stadium. Maybe uh, something for the future, but um, Yankees ended up losing 5-2. to two. Then yesterday, we have a nice Yankees 3-2 win on a walk-off uh, sack fly by Glaber. Brito pitched well. Bullpen held their own, did blow it a little bit. Peralta um, blew the game a little bit at the end, but then Glaber came through. Walked it off for us. Our first walk of one of the season. Today, great outing from Nestor. I think it's his 16th straight outing with uh, allowing three runs or less. Super great by that. Um, Rizzo staying hot. Three hits. 
Peraza, two RBIs. Trevi, three RBIs. Great to see the young guys play. We had a Volpe, Peraza middle infield today. Super exciting. I really like that. The defense was really good by Volpe the entire series, and he was swiping bags. So, yeah, another Yankees series win, right, Dave? Never lost a series this season. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Well, I'm glad that the Yankees, you know, won another series. But can I tell you something, Jack? I didn't get a chance to tell you. I'm going to tell all the listeners here, too. Dave is an absolute idiot, by the way, guys. Big D takes us to the downtown train from Port Authority. We end up missing the first inning. So the whole reason I go to this game is to watch Shohei Otani, right? I miss this fucking home run because this dope over here decides to get on the wrong train. And, like, it's ridiculous. I don't know who said this guy goes, oh, yeah, I've, I've been here before. I got this. Don't worry about it. What a dope. I just wanted to say that out loud. Yeah, you know, I did it intentionally because I didn't want to hear you just gloat about Otani being a mad, you know, the whole time I was trying to enjoy a game. But uh, honestly, you didn't take away from my enjoyment at all the Yankees product on the field. And watching IKF and center and Hicks and left as we were sitting in left center field wasn't great. Um, quick couple notes on this Yankees series, Jack. Uh, very interesting strategy by Boone on uh, yesterday's game in the bottom of the ninth to pinch hit IKF. <laughs> with two outs. Uh, don't love to see that. And then um, today's game, speaking of IKF, looks solid in the outfield. You definitely can't get wrong. Uh, can't go wrong with him defensively. So yeah, yeah, and two and RBIs, IKF. I believe too. Yeah, so. he had he had a good game. He had a good game, and we did watch him get a hit. We we saw him get a hit. Yeah, and it definitely wasn't like a rocket or anything, but it got it found found the outfield grass. So there you hey, go. Yeah. That's baseball, Dave. That's baseball. that's baseball. He proceeded to get picked off, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did get picked off immediately after. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh boy! All right, fellas, you got some uh, around the news. There's a lot of uh, around the league news. There's a lot of stuff that's been going on. I feel like this past couple of days. You guys want to break some of it down? Yeah, let's just get right into the Scherzer. Interesting yeah. uh, fiasco. V, you want to break it down, kind of? Yeah, so I'll quickly just recap what kind of happened in case anybody didn't see it. So Max Scherzer, it was after the uh, second inning, I believe, or going into the third inning. They uh, Phil Cuzzy, who we'll get into Phil Cuzzy in about a, a minute, as as a moron. Um, he uh, he grabbed Scherzer's glove, like put his hand in it, and said it's like too sticky. His hands were too sticky or something. So they made Scherzer wear a different glove. But so whatever. Scherzer ended up pitching a one, two, three inning. And then Scherzer comes back out in the um in the top of the uh, top bottom of the fourth, about to pitch the fourth inning. And he had proceeded to just wash his hands with alcohol in front of an MLB official using the new glove. He he put on rosin in front of the MLB official, went out to the field. Phil Cuzzy feels up his hands again, says it's too sticky, and proceeds to eject Max Scherzer. And as we just found out, he just received a 10-game suspension. Now, let me just, let me guys, uh, let me tell you some facts here. Phil Cuzzy is the only person, is the only umpire to ever eject anybody, any starting pitcher, any pitcher, due to sticky substances. There's been three occurrences. They've all included Phil Cuzzy. I don't know what's going on. Max Scherzer is a guy who actually claimed that he never used sticky substances. And I'm also on the side that I'm going to believe Max Scherzer because, like, if he's saying he washes hands in front of an MLB official, all this stuff, and he put on the rosin in front of him, I get it. Maybe it was sticky, but, like, he used a, he used a legal substance that MLB provides that pitchers can use. So I don't know what the problem is. I think the umpires got this wrong. Scherzer's not appealing to suspension because he said he doesn't want to go through the process of dealing with all that. I don't know what's going on there. That I haven't read too much about that yet. Just kind of got in here and I read that report. I don't know. This was something. What about what do you think, Jack? Well, what I do know is that all the Mets fans that chirp about Garrett Cole cheating, I need them to stop. Please never speak about any sticky substance ever again. Okay. Um, 
Number two, Phil Cuzzy, you are right. He has ejected the three guys. He's been the only one to eject people for the sticky sticky substances. It sounds so weird to say, but he did say after the game, and so did crew chief Dan Bellino. He said it was the stickiest hand he's ever felt, and that's a very uh, weird sentence to say, but that's (laughs) what he did say. He said... So what I'm what I'm thinking happened is he he removes the sticky stuff with the alcohol, right? And then the alcohol was probably still on his hand, and then he went to put the rosin in again, making it almost even more sticky. I don't I don't think he did it on purpose. Obviously, I think Max is not one to be like a cheater or anything, but I don't know. He seemed adamant that he didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. But this is this is how it is now. It's it's very discretionary, re- very up to the umps to just decide, you know, what's too sticky, what's not too sticky. So, you know, and you could tell he was sweating, right? It's not like it was a, a shiny right. ears situation. Huh. He his whole head was sweating, right? So, yeah. it's not. It didn't look like sunscreen. It just looked, his head was dripping sweat. You could tell when just watching the game. So, yeah, kind of peculiar, but um. Yeah, that's, that's tough, though. He's going to miss his next start. So Two, two starts? Well, yeah, two. What, what mean, do you think, Verlander back in that time? No. No? I think Verlander's uh, – well, I, maybe. I, maybe They're saying Verlander early May. So Yeah, maybe that's what similar. they're saying with Rodon, too. So, I mean, it's tough because the Mets' rotation is extremely thin. Uh, Carrasco has uh, – an elbow inflammation. He has like bone spurs in his elbow, so he's not throwing for like two weeks. Jeez. So he might be out for at least a month, and he wasn't pitching good beforehand. Hey, but you guys uh, are treading water. Like you, you can't be too upset because there's some I, teams right now that are just that like have a lot of hype. You know, like you know, there's teams like the Astros, the Padres, even the Dodgers that you know they're spending a lot of money and they don't look so good right now. I'll be brutally honest. I can't complain what the play the Mets have been playing at. They just beat the Padres. They just beat the Dodgers. And they swept the Athletics. They did exactly what a good baseball team's got to do. They beat, they won the series against good teams. And they destroyed the team that they should destroy. And this is with, like, maybe two starters. They've been calling, they called up uh, uh, Jose Budo. Joey Lucchese starting tomorrow. I don't know who's going to start. Maybe Madison Bumgarner. Maybe they go. I'm just saying. We're going to get into him in about a second. Uh, I don't know. The rotation's very thin now that Max Scherzer's... But the bullpen's been nails for the Mets, which is the only reason why they've been in every single ballgame. Their bullpen has been dominant. And I love it. I'm glad yeah. it's been happening. Yeah. I agree with you there. Mets are treading water. They're doing well. Um, Dave, anything to add on Scherzer before we move to Madball? Yeah, I got a t- couple takeaways. So my first thought when just like... I didn't watch the game or anything, but my first thought when hearing the story is like, I I would like to think Max wouldn't do that intentionally, but if the rules are just what they are and he, he didn't abide by them, like, yeah, he should be ejected from the game. But then the whole thought came to what even are the rules, right? It's so, like like you said, subjective. And if this Phil Cuzzy guy is the only one, like, and, and then what makes it different from what happened with Domingo Armand? You know, like, how do we as fans and as viewers of MLB – know what the true difference was like why wasn't Scherzer allowed to go back in and wash his hands or, or do something different yeah. to stay in the game whereas Herman got that opportunity um also it was interesting because they looked at Scherzer's spin rates throughout the games like they never changed nothing happened with that so clearly he wasn't doing it to gain a competitive advantage and when I watched the game I know you said it'd be like you were excited for that pitching matchup it's like the NFL with quarterbacks and adjusting all these rules to protect the quarterback. It's like, you want to watch these star pitchers pitch. Let them pitch, you know? I don't know. I think they need to tighten up. They need some, like, concrete regulations on what's allowed and what's not allowed. Just, That's my takeaway. I think a simple solution to all this is forget about all the rosin, the pine tar, the spider tech. If the ball was just sticky a little bit, none of this would be an issue. Japan... Japan does it right. They have a natural stick, stickiness substance on the balls out of the wrapper. Yeah. So they don't need rosin. They don't need nothing. The ball has a nat- – so they're the same everywhere. 
Yeah. Everywhere. No matter what place they're playing in Japan, it's the same fucking ball. Why can't MLB, MLB, like, I don't fucking understand. How do they not know how to get this right? And it's just causing so much stupid controversy for literally nothing. I know I'm yeah. getting a little passionate because I said Mets. But, like, like, there's so many cases where it just it's going one way or the other. And it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, and it makes sense, V, while you're upset. Because what did the division come down to last year? It was a couple of games here and there, right? So One right, fucking one, game. One, one game. So, you know, you have this rough patch now. Your best pitcher... When your other, you know, three best after that are all injured, your your best pitcher is now going to miss two starts because of kind of some, you know, an umpire's opinion. And another thing I don't really understand, and about Domingo too, is if you check and it's sticky enough where you're like, wash your hand, then why isn't he ejected right there? Why are you saying like, go wash your hand? Like one time it's okay, but the second time then you're done? Like what? Shouldn't it just be one time if it's sticky, you're done, like, by the rules? I, I also don't understand is, like, Max Scherzer even said it. He goes, I'd be an absolute idiot if I tried to put something sticky after they just checked something on my hands just yeah. an inning prior. Yeah. It just makes no sense. I think he I think he was within following the rules. And, like like you said, I think he was just sweating so much because it, it, it was hot in L.A. Yeah. But, like – in my opinion, that's just circumstantial. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to get to Um, Let's go on to Mad Bum. So, Madison Bumgarner, three-time World Series champ. He won World Series MVP. One of the best postseason pitchers pretty much of all time. Was DFA'd today by the Arizona Diamondbacks. Kind of shocking news. So, Mad Bum pitched in four games this year. He has a 10.26 ERA. Kind of. You know, just super, he didn't have a great year last year or really the year before. But, yeah, what, what do we feel about this? I mean, um, listen, this guy's he's still relatively young, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if you have this, if you could pull that up while I keep talking. Because yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that he's still low to mid-30s. I couldn't be wrong, but I'm almost certain that's yeah, right. He's 33. He's not young, but, yeah, he's up there. He's, he's not that – like, I think he's still got more in the tank. I think, it, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if a team like the Mets or the Yankees right now would take a chance on Mad Bum. The Mets actually came out with the report saying they're going to do their homework on Madison Bumgarner. They don't see any imminent option. But you know what? We're going to need a two. We're going to need someone to make two starts for us in the next week or two. And we don't really got anyone in the minors ready to go. And we got a shit ton of injuries. I wouldn't be sh- surprised if they just, hey, let's see if we can just get this guy. Maybe new. New stadium, new pitching coach, maybe get him five innings where he could kind of pitch okay. Maybe he's going to get hit around again. I don't freaking know. But, like, I say it's worth taking a chance on. Some, But I think he could be a guy who you could turn into a really dominant reliever, in my opinion, I think. I think yeah. that's something that a team should really, uh, really look into because he's going to be getting paid now the league minimum by whoever picks him up. And I would be very comfortable having Madison Bumgarner probably as like a seven inning guy, maybe come in and he could just air it out instead of like he doesn't throw as hard anymore. If he could air it out for one inning, I think he'd be very dominant. Yeah, I think you make good points. You know, you've seen what some pitching coaches can do when they get their hands on a lefty like that. We saw with Andrew Heaney and the Dodgers last year, who was just a mess with the Yankees the year prior. So yeah, things like this happen where pitchers kind of go through this rough stretch. Just reading the stats a little bit. So he's really not been himself since 2019 where he posted a three, nine, which isn't even that great, but that's, that was like his last decent season, 2020 pitched to like a six, five, but you know, it was a short season. And then 2021, 4.7, 2022, 4.9. And then this year with only four starts, you know, he, he just didn't have it. And it's clear, you know, he's just, you know, the velocity's not there. His location hasn't been there. So, yeah, maybe he can find a new opportunity and make something of it. I, I don't know. I that's a, that's a Where do you think he ends up? Who do you think picks him up? I think the Mets should. I mean, it's – I don't know. You'd, you'd almost rather at least give him a shot, you know, sign him to a minor league deal, and then it is what it is. Then, like, rush up some – you know, double-A pitcher that, you know, you don't want to rock their confidence, right? You have all these programs yeah. set up. So, I don't know. I think even 
just for two starts, like you said. And then if he's bad, then just cut him, you know. And then Steve doesn't care about $1 million, you know, so. Yeah. Dave, where do you know. think he ends up? I hope he ends up in the Mets, V, just for you. And just because I want you, even though it would be a minor league deal or something minimal, I just want you to take out the money guns again. That, that's all I want. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of speaking of money guns real quick, hey, the A's. Getting out of town, huh? Heading to Vegas? Yeah. Leaving Oakland, it seemed like a move that was bound to happen, but uh, they're ready. I think everyone's ready for them to go. Yeah, I, I knew it was bad in Oakland, obviously. It's been bad for really the last, like, 20 years, but especially this year when the SNY broadcast couldn't, you saw this, could not be in their normal spot because there was a possum literally <laughs> just, like, crawling around in the... the you know, whatever they call it, the broadcast room. Like, are, are you kidding me? It just, it made me think back to the Moneyball movie when, you know, all the snacks in the vending machine you had to pay for. And like, they, you know, they just, their clubhouse was a joke. It's just, you know, it's really unfortunate because it's a really beautiful city over there and a large opportunity for uh, a team in California. But, you know, it's just unfortunate. And hopefully Vegas can you know, provide some better opportunities for a, a team that's just been a laughing stock the last five years. So I'm going to jump in here real quick because, listen, I've been to Vegas already three times in my life. Super excited to see what can happen for a Las Vegas baseball team. I'll be going real quick. I'll tell you that guys, right now. I feel like they could do some sick-ass gambling type of, like, arena where it's, like, betting every – fucking place in that arena. I think it'd look so cool. I think it'd be literally the coolest thing ever. Very cool concept. I just hope that somehow different owners are in charge because... No. Uh, He's not going to sell. But like, I then know. why are you moving to Vegas? You got to spend so much money in Vegas. No. So, they don't own the stadium. The city does. Uh, so, I, I assume they're going to try to do something similar. But you do make a good point. There's a lot of opportunities in Vegas for like gambling, and that's what the Raiders did. They moved to, and the Raiders had a similar thing where they were at the uh, A Stadium for a while. Like they were sharing, and they got their own, and then that was a mess. I don't think they own that either. I think it has a lot to do with the economy in Oakland and the mayor, and just like the government there is like apparently not great with, you know, I don't know. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, anything is better than this, right? I mean, Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah, Freaking I mean, possum. Imagine, uh, with Gary and Ron trying to call the game. There's a possum crawling like, behind them. Jesus. All, all I know is um, I think we might have a few more people in our stands at our slow-pitch softball game than they do at their stadium. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, all your I'm saying. fans are boycotting. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just so sad. Now, I think we should can you guys have- Oh, I, I was going to say, can you imagine Shohei Otani going to Las Vegas, though? That would be that'd be something. Uh, that would be something. But you know where he's going to go? He's going to come to New York, baby. He's coming to the Queens. I don't know if you guys want to talk about that. There was reports that the Angels might trade him if they are not in contention by the deadline. I mean, the, that would be the smart thing to do because it's yeah. just you got to get something for him. And I obviously, he won't – I think if he's traded, the team – unless the team knows that they're going to re-sign him, it, he's not going to go for as much as people think. Just because if you give up the farm for, you know, uh, two, three months of Otani, then, you know, w- what good is What's that? Unless yeah. unless you win, I guess. But I think they would need a commitment that he's going to re-sign. So if I they agree. get that, I think he can go for a King's Ransom. And the Angels need to just get better bullpen, like the shortstop – They've been running out. He's a minor leaguer. He just got called up. Oh, Hoppy got hurt today in the Yankee game. He looked like he, you know, just messed up his shoulder. They're just really thin at a lot of positions. And, you know, their bullpen's been a wreck for the last four or five years. So they got a lot of holes. Too many. Too many to count. All right. Um, I love talking. Oh, you got a point, Jack? One more thing. Watch out for Seattle in the Shohei Otani sweepstakes. Ichiro played there. Shohei loves Ichiro. Ichiro is very involved in the organization still. 
And I could just see it. I don't know why they have a lot of money. That owner's really, really, really wealthy. And he's been trying to throw these crazy, you know, they made that splash deal for Luis Castillo. I can see Seattle getting into this thing. Don't just think it's LA and New York. Very interesting. I guess I'm curious to uh, see how it all plays out. Love when you guys talk Mets and Yankees, but it's also fun to take a trip around the league. Um, and let's continue kind of just talking about the league as a whole. You guys prepared some power rankings for the fans today. We're a couple weeks into the season. I feel like it's a good time. It's it's better than ever. So let's get right into it. Um, v, I already feel bad for you wearing a Yankees hat. So I feel like you should go first. Let's just <laughs> let's keep up with it. Why don't right, you give I'm us gonna... our list and kind of give some comments about it? All right. I'm going to quickly go. I'm going to go from 10 to 1. All right. Perfect. So in the 10th spot, we got the Arizona Diamondbacks. Nine, the Baltimore Orioles. Eight, Toronto Blue Jays. Seven, the Yankees. Six, the Mets. Five, the Pirates. Four, Texas Rangers. Three, Milwaukee Brewers. Two, Atlanta Braves. Number one, Tampa Bay Rays. Wow. So you did this completely different than me. You did it a lot based on this, the first, you know, games where I did it a lot based on where I'm projecting these teams are going to be. Well, this is only the first power ring. We're going to be doing more. No, I know. But like, okay, we'll get into it. Do you want to talk about? Yeah. Before you go into into yours, do you have any like quick takeaways from V's list? Quick takeaways, nine and 10. I believe in Arizona and Baltimore, not on my list at all. Okay. Um, I love how you ha- you had to put the Mets one spot above the Yankees. Very funny. I did something similar on my list, but the other <laughs> way around. <laughs> Go for um, it. Yeah, one thing about the Tampa Bay Rays, V. Okay, and I'm tired of this. I know they are just they're they have the best record by far. Their run differentials through the roof. That I wrote it down. They're they're leading in home runs, hits, average slugging, OPS, OPS plus, and they have the best ERA, least amount of hits. Like they're the best team by far this season. They've played the Tigers, the Nationals, the A's, the Red Sox, the Blue Jays lost two out of three to them, and then lost one out of three to the Reds. So you know, I'm just, I'm. We just got to put things into perspective here. This might be the. It's got to be the easiest schedule in baseball. Like, and I know you can only play the teams on your schedule. Yes, yes, yes. But, you know, I'm not taking the Rays. If the playoffs are to start today, I'm not taking the Rays to beat the Blue Jays or the Yankees or Arizona. I'm sorry, Houston or you know. I'm just not. All I can say though is that they are completely beating up on every team that they should. And they're off to a very historically good start. Guess who else was... Okay, guess who else was off to a historical start last year? The Yanks. And then what happened? And they fell off, and that's fine. But for the first round of power rankings, they got to be at the top of my list. No. No. What do you mean, no? They're just... I don't think they're the best team in the MLB right now. I just don't. All I can say is wins talk, and they're winning. Okay. I don't care who they're. I don't care who they're being. They're winning. It's okay. a game of baseball. Well, Crazy things me, can happen. Let me ask you, V, to kind of piggyback. And I'm not saying I agree with you or Jack, but let's say the Rays are facing any other team you listed on that list. You think they can beat all those teams? I think the Rays have one of the best starting rotations. I think they could definitely. What about Houston? You didn't even have Houston on your list. They're off to a horrible start. Have you seen them play? Yeah, but I mean, the last four or five years, they've been a powerhouse. That's fine. They can maybe make my next power ranking when they start playing better. <laughs> they're playing like shit. Okay. I gonna, they're not winning. They're not winning. They're not doing baseball. They're not winning. If they're not winning, they ain't making the power ranking. I don't care if they should win. The, you know, like, what? I don't tell you. I don't think. All right. Fair enough. Well, Jack, there's a lot of disagreement, which I love to see, and it's great that you got the opportunity to make your own list, so why don't we hear what you prepared for us? Give us Jack B's top 10. 
Sure. My top 10. Number 10, the Texas Rangers. Number 9, the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> 9, wow. Number 8, Toronto Blue Jays. We agree on this one, V. There we go. Number 7, Milwaukee Brewers. Number 6, Los Angeles Dodgers. Number 5, New York Mets. Number 4, New York Yankees. Number three, San Diego Padres. Number two, Atlanta Braves. And number one, Houston Astros. They're not even 500, dude. I know. They're, they have the best roster in the MLB. You, I can argue. I don't think their starting rotation is deep enough. Framber Valdez. Okay. Have you seen him this season? I have. Okay. That's one pitcher. Okay, Javier. Two. Okay, Lance McCullers. If he stays healthy. That guy hasn't stayed healthy in like three years. All right. Luis Garcia. I mean, they have guys. You're quitty. I don't think they have the depth. I don't think they have the depth. I truly don't. I think their offense is fantastic. I don't think they have the depth. Kyle Tucker. That's a low key. Kyle Tucker's going off. I mean, uh, Jose Abreu's been shaky. They don't have Altuve. I mean, Bregman's been horrible. They're gonna heat up. Like you, you. That's, it's just, it, it's it's bound to happen. That's fine. But I can't give them a spot in the power ranking when they haven't performed to yeah, what but, they should. I mean, what I'm what I'm thinking is it's the same team as last year, pretty much minus Verlander plus Jose Abreu. So I don't know. That to me, they're just you know. It's a little bit like you're sleeping. Like, you just won the World Series. You know, it's a bit of a hangover right now. But they're still the best team in baseball. I mean, I think they have the best lineup in the AO when healthy. Braves at number two. I think they have the best lineup in the NL. Yeah, we agreed there. I had Braves at two as well. Padres, they're they're also starting off slow. You didn't you didn't have the Padres, right? I didn't have the Padres either. I don't. Okay. Soto started super slow after hitting like 700 in spring training and like tearing up the WBC. So that's, you know, kind of weird. And then Xander's been outstanding for them. What yeah. they lack is pitching, right? So maybe Bumgarner could be a good fit there. But, you know, I just, I don't know. They're too talented to not be on my list. Okay. And then, of course, I got to do Yankees, Mets, Dodgers. They're still the Dodgers. I mean, I know they're a little bit rough around the edges, but, you know, there's still the Los Angeles Dodgers. They still have Freddie Freeman. They still have Mookie Betts. They still have a nasty pitching staff and bullpen. They're going to be there at the end. Um, Brewers have been outstanding this year, plus yep. 35. Uh, run differential, second best ER in, the, in baseball. Yankees also third best ER in baseball. And the Mets, this shocked me, V. They've allowed the third most home runs in baseball. Isn't that interesting? It is. But I feel like a lot of it's actually been mainly like solo shots. Yeah, because they have not. I don't even think they're top 15 in most runs allowed. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think the Rangers are a super interesting team where their, their lineup is so dynamic. and They're a plus 43 in run differential, which is you know better than the Yankees, Mets, better than a lot of these teams on the list. Besides the, I think they're second to the Rays, and they're second in runs scored. So if they can figure out the pitching staff, I know Jacob Degrom's been good, and but you know then he left last game with an injury, right? So yeah. you know John Gray, if if they could figure out the pitching staff, I think the and the bullpen too, Rangers will be a really really good team. Yeah, I think the Rangers have a lot of potential. I got them uh, pretty high on my list. I got them in the four spot. See, I, how do you have the Pirates? The Pirates aren't making the playoffs. Yeah, but they're off you to put the Pirates start. on your list. Yeah, come on, dude. Got the Pirates in uh, one, two, three, four, fifth spot. Wow, that's crazy. They're off. They're off to a thirteen and seven start. Okay, you got to respect. You them. know, but you got to use like a little bit of like forecasting here. Like, yeah, you think the Pirates are beating again? You think they're beating the teams right below? Hold up, hold up. I'm not forecasting shit. This is my power rankings today. Okay, but 
you know, everyone could read the standings. That's what I'm saying. Power <laughs> rankings. We're, we're just kind of. I'll tell you this though. I think the Pirates sneakily have a very young, talented team. Yeah, are they no. re- Are they ready? No. I don't think they're going to be there at the end. But I'll tell you this. They got a lot of potential. And if a lot of these guys keep performing the way they keep going, maybe one or two trade deadline moves, they could possibly sneak in. I'm not saying they're going to. but I'm with you there, though. They're not that bad. They're, no. They're, they would be on my tier of, like, they're not that bad. Um, another super interesting team that we really haven't talked about that much, but the Chicago Cubs are a super interesting team. They're kind of good. They're kind of good. It's a little How do weird. How feel about the Cubs? So, Marcus Stroman, I'm not a big fan of that dude anymore. Me but either. Kind of too much of a talker. Anyways, he's off to a fantastic start. Can't knock him. He's performing. He's pitching fucking phenomenally. I think Cody Bellinger just remembered how to hit again. Yeah, dude. He had another home run today. Dude, this guy, he's looking like his MVP form. Out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, which is great to see. I'm glad that that's happening. Maybe he needed a change of scenery. I don't know. So I, I, I don't know if the Cubs can last. I don't know, but they look pretty freaking good. I gotta say, yeah. I gotta say, they're a fun team right now. Yeah, Suzuki looks good. Dansby looks good at shortstop. Patrick Wisdom is hitting the cover off the ball right now. And it's just such a nice little uh, atmosphere and they don't, there in Chicago. I don't even think they have Seiya Suzuki back yet. He, he played. He's playing today. He's playing today? Okay. Yeah. So he's a good little player, too. Yeah. Um, All right. Any other uh, takeaways from each other's lists before we All right. I guess, I guess the next power rankings we do, I'll forecast a little bit better before you guys keep <laughs> fucking yelling at me. Well, all right. Let, let's. I'm curious about this. Let's kind of state your philosophy when creating this power ranking list. So V, why my don't you start? What was kind of your philosophy? My whole philosophy on a power ranking is which team is winning right now. But is it which team can beat the teams below it? A little bit. So you I, think... I, li- I literally just did it like who I think the best teams in baseball are. Just like not really taking record into it. I was taking a lot of like run differential. I was taking a lot of like, you know, larger scale stats, not really looking at wins and losses per se. And I'm looking at like roster, stuff like that. See, the way I view the power rankings is who are the, who in the league are like the top 15 best records. That's where I'm picking the list from. And then out of those 15 teams, I'm going to pick the 10 that I like the most and which ones I think are, are on fire in that moment. Yeah, I think it, you definitely can't like ignore wins, um, but you also have to take some context of the rosters and everything. But in my I, mind, I, I can't take the Astros at one when they don't even have a, they're not even five hundred. I just can't. I'm sorry. That's I think they're the best team in baseball. That's fine. Maybe they maybe they will be. They're not right now. That's why. My my point is, I guess you do have a point where yes, you have to look at record. I just I'm not 20 games into the year. 50 games into the year, yes, like maybe in a month, definitely look at record. But 20 games, I'm just I'm not reading too much into the record at this point. That's just me. And I know the Mets fans maybe a little bit more concerned about getting off to a hot start. I understand, V. We got it. Next next uh power rankings we do. Definitely, I will incorporate more of a record-based and, list. And I will actually look more into the way you're thinking. We'll kind of get a nice little match together. <laughs> look at how listening wow. to each other and understanding each other helps us come a long way. But I would go ahead and say don't do that. Um, just make your list the way you want to make them, <laughs> and it creates a great conversation. And at the end of the day, guess what? It's Big B's top ten. It ain't Jack B's top ten. And then it's Jack B's top ten. It ain't Big B's top ten. And it certainly is not Big D's top ten. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see how, you know, your, and your philosophies will change as we go along. So uh, we'll keep doing more of these, and um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how they uh, shift as we move along the season. You guys ready for some Big D's Big Odds? Let's do it. Uh, Let's do it. <laughs> nice clap, V. <laughs> So I'm going to throw the results up on the screen for those of you who are watching the podcast, but we're going to quickly recap. It's V's redemption week and he got off to a great start. So he nailed the Mets under only three players hit for over 300 with a minimum of four at bats. 
He nailed Clark Schmidt's over on earned runs. Clark Schmidt gave up four. Um, both the both the fellas here uh, did not get the Brett Beatty line correct. Brett Beatty only got one hit this series. That's okay. He's he's getting there. He'll be fine. We all are still hopeful on Brett Beatty. And then Big V nailed the over on Rizzo's total bases. He finished with nine uh, on the series. And then you guys both, because you both believe in me, and you were right too, because I'm phenomenal at what I do. Um, you guys <laughs> both nailed the under on my variance. I was only off by three on all four lines, and that's only Rizzo's total bases. So go me. Jack, you have a lot of ground to make up. So actually what I'm going to do, and I will say these lines – this episode are very simple. They're pretty simple. Not much creative, kind of just cut and dry is what it is. And V, I'm actually going to make you answer all of them first. Mm, Because why not? Uh, But I will throw you a bone. We'll start, we'll go all Mets and then we'll do some Yankees at the end. Okay. Okay. V, Mets got a four game series coming up against the Giants. Yep. I'm going to set an over-underline on the Mets wins this series at two and a half. Oh, that's a good line, dude, because you know what? Four-game series is hard to win. Split it. I can fairly be certain the Mets will at least split the series, but, I mean, they're starting Joey Lucchese tomorrow. I don't even know who the hell they're starting Friday. Uh, oh no, that might be McGill, might be the last game. Peterson, Casey. Oh boy, this is, um, you know what? Fuck it. Take the over. All right. Yeah, this is the easy under for me. I mean, the Mets are reeling right now with these injuries, and they're facing a lot of former teammates, V. Darren Ruff, Michael Conforto. Some some Mets legends. It's the San Francisco Mets. A little bit. Um, what's his name? Uh, J.D. JD Davis. Davis. Wilmer Flores. Wilmer Flores. So. All those players back when the Mets were good, you know. Revenge. <laughs> Darren Ruff legacy game. All right. Oh, so he's gonna, Darren Ruff is hitting two home runs in the series. I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack is rooting a little extra for the Mets to lose this upcoming series because he could use the help on that line. Um, and real quick, this isn't the next one is not an over and under line. You have two choices and you need to pick one. Similar concept to an over and under. I think you guys will be able to grasp it. Who is going to have more strikeouts? Kodai Senga. Or Tyler McGill. Um, what if they end in the tie? Is it a breakout even? The point goes to Jack in that case. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, if if it ends in a tie, uh, I guess enough? it it'll break. It, it we Maybe just like, won't count it. And then if the overall game ends in a tie, we'll do some trivia or some uh, something along that line. So we'll stay tuned. Okay. But if it ties, we'll we'll not count it. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with ghost. Oh, I'm gonna go with the ghost fork <laughs> baller, Kodai Sanga. Dave, I'd be a fool not to go with my boy Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. But Jack's just gonna go against me at all these because he's just gonna hope someone wins. Yep, yep. That's why you're going first. All right, <laughs> Yankees. I have a three-game series, uh, one I'm excited about against the Blue Jays coming up here. V, you're still answering, even though it's a Yankees question. Um, Yankees wins, one and a half, over or under? I don't even know the pitching matchups. Um, well, Cole, Cole, pitch- Cole Manoa, Saturday. I will be there. Really? I will be there, yes. You're going. Oh. Yes. a boy. I need some videos. Take the uptown train. Take the uptown train. (laughs) (laughs) Little uh, early birthday uh, extravaganza. Heck yeah! Happy birthday, Jack. Birthday is birthday's coming up, right? Coming up. uh, It's on the twenty seventh, fifth. It's close. I was close. So close. I'm a great co-host, guys. I promise. I promise. (laughs) 
<laughs> Great co-host and even better friend. <laughs> um. Okay. We're going to go... You know what? I'm going to take the over because let's see if he can do... A big yeah, I was just going to say. Make him pick under on Yankees wins against the Blue Jays. Wait, Dave, is this the last one here? No, we got five. We got five. Oh, okay, okay. No, I'm going over. I mean, we're not losing any okay. type of series anytime soon. Big play <laughs> power. <laughs> Mouth smarting everybody now. All right. Uh, this is another choice. Hits on the series. Aaron Judge or Aaron Hicks, IKF, and Oswaldo Cabrera combined. Holy shit. Is Donaldson coming back yet? I think maybe. Uh, Bader. Maybe Bader, too. Um, for, the, for the series? I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I can't bet against... Uh, I can't bet against three guys. I'm, I'm taking the uh, the jack-offs of the jack-offs here. I'm going to take the IKFs, the Hicks, and the Zwaldos. Uh, <sighs> That's tough, man. Ah, oh, jeez. Um, I guess I'm just going to have to go Aaron Judge. Uh, he's kind of not, not looked great in the last couple of series, but I'm just going to blindly go with Aaron here, trying to get some points back. Very I need good, to see Jack and the Mets hat again. <laughs> it's going to come down to it. All right, last one. Another choice. We're, we're going with the theme this week. Who is going to have a lower team ERA this upcoming series? The Mets or the Yankees? I'm putting such a pickle here. I think it would be real fun if you picked the Mets. Yeah, it would be, right? Team ERA, so like bullpen and starters combined? Yeah. I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to go with the Mets. I think they're in a pitcher-friendly ballpark, and I know they're, they're scrambling for pitchers, but their bullpen's been nails, and I don't think this Giants, the Giants are off to a slow start. Don't think the offense is going to click that much. So, I'm going to go with the Mets. And the Blue Jays are a... But the Mets do have one more game. I was going to say that. So, I don't know if that's going to come back to hurt us or help us. So, But the yeah. Blue Jays' offense is very potent. So True. So, you're going Mets? Yep. Huh. It's weird coming from a guy in the Yankees hat. Yeah, right. Jeez. I think I'm going to have to go Yanks here. I think Shocker, so. but I'm going Yanks. I think, um, I don't know. I'm just going against V, so yeah. not that smart, but you know what? It is what it is. Jack, do you honestly, do you, do you think the Yankees have a chance of having a lower ERA? I do because Cole's pitching. I worry because the Blue Jays just historically smack Cole around last couple of years, but Cole's looks so good. And I don't think Clark Schmidt is going to pitch this series, so we might be in decent hands. He's he's not pitching the last game? Might be. Who's pitching tomorrow? That's the real question. It's Herman, Cole, and Schmidt. Oh, no. It is Schmidt. <laughs> I forgot that Mets hat. I forgot about burrito. Lord. All right. Well, hey, we'll stay tuned. Um, it's going to be an interesting one. Jack's got an uphill <laughs> climb, but we'll see if he can do it. Um, hey, quick minute each thoughts on the upcoming series Mets versus Giants. Big V, what are you looking at? What are you looking for? Um, I'm looking to see who can step up in the rotation. Like, we need Sango to be. Honestly, the next like two or three starts, he's got to be the ace of the staff. He's got to go six plus innings. He's got to be nails. I need Tyler McGill to step up and keep doing what he's been doing. He didn't have a great start against the Dodgers, but you know what? He kept them in the game, even though he didn't have his best stuff. That's good to see. And we'll have to see uh, Lucchese's pitching. He's got the churve. He's got a pitch that we don't even know what it is. 
And I don't know who else is pitching. So maybe, maybe Madison Bumgarner. I don't know who's pitching, but uh, someone's going to be pitching. Uh, maybe Peterson. If Peterson's pitching, I would love to see him um, step up and have a good start. He had not had a good start. And when all these starters come back, if they do, if Peterson doesn't pick it up, I think Tyler McGill gets to spawn the rotation and not Peterson. So I we need Peterson to really step up. Jack, Yankees, Blue Jays, what are you looking at? What are you excited yeah, for? Dude. Yankees, Blue Jays, I'm pumped up. I'm looking for maybe some more Volpe, Peraza, middle infield. Um, I'm looking for Glaber to maybe get some hits. He's in like an 0-4-24, something like that. He's been struggling. Um, I don't know if you guys peeped what Giancarlo said. I think he got interviewed by the near post or something, but he basically said the fact that he keeps getting injured is inexcusable. He was like super hard on himself. I was shocked. And he said like, from, I need to be healthy. I need to start changing like either my diet or like my workout routine. I thought that was like super like refreshing to hear coming from him. who's just been like historically hurt for us. Maybe Harrison Bader, maybe I don't even know, but maybe the bringer will make a sighting on Saturday. That would be elite. Um, yeah, let's go Yanks, baby. Heck yeah. Um, hey, big me. What are you shaking your head no at? The Yanks. Oh, all right, all right. yeah, naturally, <laughs> naturally. Um, little contra indicative from your hat, but anyway, um, they can find us on Instagram, B. Yeah, think about us on Instagram at BQB Podcast. We're posting reels. We're doing our thing. And Jack posting talks on the daily. They can find us where? BQB on the talk. And we are also on Twitter, so join the conversation there at BQB Podcast. You guys can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Google, and just a million different other places. So if you like us, give us a listen and tell your next door neighbor. I think they'll like us too, especially if they're Yankees or Mets fans. But even if not, tell them. You guys have a great night. We'll see you next time.